and welcome to this episode of Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Well, Phil talks movies because Ross isn't here. So Ross is on his um, very hard-working trip to the Cannes Film Festival that he takes every, every year. And we will have an upcoming episode all about that in the near future. But, however, with Ross away, I thought I still wanted to put some kind of episode out. So I went through the archives of Film Sploitation, the podcast that really was the great, 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 great granddaddy of Ross and Phil Talk Movies. And found an absolutely cracking episode to put out as a bonus. So in this episode, myself, Ross and Matt Duddy do a commentary episode for the awesome Brandon Lee Dolph Lundgren film Showdown in Little Tokyo. Now, we spoke about this a few weeks back, or a few episodes back, so I thought it would be a really, really good time to put this out. So, cue up your copy of Showdown in Little Tokyo DVD and get ready for an hour and 17-ish minutes of hilarity. Kinda. And again, excuse the references to film exploitation. That's the podcast that came before this podcast and before a couple of other podcasts. So, um, yep, yeah, this really is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. And this is the showdown in Little Tokyo commentary, which begins after the credits. So, Warner Brothers logo, welcome to this special film exploitation uh, where we're going to do a commentary for the film Showdown in Little Tokyo. Joining me this episode is Mr. Ross Boyask. Hello. And Mr. Matt Duddy. Hello. So, Showdown in Little Tokyo, guys. Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Mark Lester film. We've met Mark, haven't we, Ross? Many times, yes. He's, he's a, a fucking he's a, nut. I can almost, almost call him a mate, maybe. <laughs> maybe. He's nuts, isn't he? Yes, he is. In a good he's way. Crazy. Uh, Mark also directed Pterodactyl. I, he's directed many other good things. but He directed Commando. He directed Commando. Yeah. But I can never, ever forgive him for Pterodactyl, which we watched at Cannes, which was uh, <laughs> just beyond terrible. Was one of, that was one of the highest rated ever films on uh, Sci-Fi Day. It was, wasn't it? It's yep. mad. Um, so who, who's in this wonderful film? Well, we have uh, the, the late, great Brandon Lee, um, Dolph Lundgren, obviously. Uh, Tia Carrera's in it. Who else is in it, Ross? Uh, almost every single Asian-American bad guy <laughs> you can name. <laughs> this, this doesn't have, does it have Al Young in James Liu, Roger Yan. There's uh, just so many. So many. Um, <laughs> Gerald Okamura. Just, just all over. Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, of course, as the lead villain. And no, uh, how I, when I did the and... cast list, I left him out because look at those muscles. Um, <laughs> well, I left him out because I can never remember how to pronounce him. Yeah, Branscombe Richmond makes a very brief appearance. It's just, it's just everyone's in it. Matt, don't worry, I don't know who half these people are either. Um, Jeff Amada, oh, you've met oh, Jeff Amada. Yeah, man, I've met Jeff Amada. So I've got every single, just all of them. Jeff Amada is like it. one of the nicest guys known to mankind. Yeah. He's just such a such a pleasant bloke. So, um, what is the story? Obviously, we we don't want to we want to destroy the plot as you watch it. But I'm guessing most people who are watching this have probably seen the film. Um, so, the uh, detective Chris Kenner was orphaned as a child, and his father in in the service and was killed and lived in Japan. Um, now he's on the trail of a ruthless yakuza leader. Um, basically, it's just an excuse for Brandon Lee and and Dolph Lundgren to be very gay and um, beat people up. Absolutely. There's so, <laughs> nothing better. <laughs> so directed by Mark L. Lester, which, as Ross said, um, he directed Commander, of course. Your favourite film of all time ever, ever, ever? 
Yes, plus, well, that and Superman and movie, but yes, absolutely. So, we're in little Tokyo, Los Angeles. And there's some guys. That's Phil Tan, funny enough, a guy who had to be ring there. He's actually a, a British guy. He was in Tango and Cash. He was in Tango and Cash, wasn't yes. he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. And martial law. Here he is. Oh, look at that. It's the leather. <laughs> well, nowadays, when you say the leather, you're talking about Dolph Lundgren's face, obviously. Absolutely. If you want to get all um, all sorts of technical and trivia-like, there's a set of kanji on, I think, I think it's his left sleeve of his jacket, but actually says Kaioka Shinkin, which is the, uh, the style of karate that Dolph uh, practice, practices. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. So the, funny, the worst thing about doing this commentary is I'm sitting there and I realise I haven't seen this film in about five years, six years, and I'm like, <laughs> I really want to watch it. This guy here is Gerald Okamura, the guy who's just walked in. And Eric Lee's next to him. I'm not just going to keep naming people. That's just going to get boring. No, no, no. That's fine. <laughs> I, I think Ross should just do the commentary on his own. He, he, he seems he, to know everyone in the film. Just, he's probably met bad. everyone in the film, to be fair. There'd just be a long embarrassed silence. If I <laughs> there we go. This is how you traditionally enter a boxing ring. <laughs> That's so weak. That's very normal. And it Super. pisses me off. I love the fact that Dolph Lundgren is two feet taller than everyone else in the room. <laughs> At least. He is, isn't he? And now, now he's going to have to like do, do, do an uncomfortable fight scene where he could blatantly kill them. It's the equivalent of like a guy beating up two 14-year-old boys, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like the, that. The weird thing is, although I, um, I respect Dolph as a martial artist, he still looks quite wooden, doesn't he, sometimes? Sometimes. Oh, but that's partly his up. size. He's still an amazingly flexible kicker, though. No, he is. For someone that's like eight foot five or whatever he is. Oh, I love the fact that the Yakuza are all wearing like Joker style outfits. They're all purple flappy jackets. I always find that the best way to clear a room is to fire a, a submachine gun in it. And like, I love Everyone. the way everyone's just running. No one's like, everyone's just, no one's thinking, hold on, there are bullets flying here. Dive! I don't think anyone's running for an exit at all. I think they're all just running for it. Wait, it's the old um, hot shots thing, isn't it? Or was it Naked Gun? Was it, okay, if you run from here to here and you run from here to here, what was that? I don't uh, know. Uh, it's, what, fuck, I can't remember what it was. One of those spoofs. This bit coming up is one of the best things of all time ever. <laughs> and I'd love to see, I'd love to know um, what would have happened if it had gone horribly wrong, <laughs> which is uh, the bit where he's about to just jump over a movie car. Easy! Oh, yeah! so easy <laughs> and not just jump over but jump over about 40 foot above yeah. the car fine it's fine it's normal <laughs> <laughs> it happens yeah. in LA all the time <laughs> people jumping over cars leaping over cars speeding at them so, so uh, Matt when was the first time you saw Showdown in Little Tokyo oh, it's a quiet God. bit we'll just get on to that Probably when it came out, and only a couple of times since that in the last 20 years. <laughs> so so hence good one, why then. I'm enjoying the film more than talking. <laughs> I've watched this film every day for the last 14 years. No, just... you know, but it is, it is one of the great misappreciated action films of the 80s. Oh, sorry, 90s. It's 90s. 1991, isn't yeah. it? Oh, uh, yeah, 91. Oh, exactly. it's, it, it, it's that typical kind of pattern that Lethal Weapon set with the buddy-buddy cop movie, but it's... I mean, this this is so gay. This film, genuinely, gay. I, isn't this a film where where um, he Brandon Lee looks at Dolph's dick and goes, "You've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man." 
Is yes. that this one? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's not just. It's not just. It's not just one season. No, it, it, it's like so beyond gay. And here's the. Uh, I always have a theory that every Chinese restaurant in the world should have a burning wok in the background. Um, but this film actually disproves that. No, there's no burning wok. There's no burning wok. No. They really cut it out. <laughs> I went into an East, a restaurant in Eastbourne once and I actually had a burning wok in the background and they got quite perturbed when I stood up and went, burning wok, just like all the action films. <laughs> I think they thought I was being racist. It's like, no, I'm not really, honestly. Oh, Tall blonde guys like Dolph <laughs> hang out in Japanese restaurants all the time, don't they? <laughs> Literally every single day. I'm loving the shirts and ties that they're they like a mask. They like wearing the mask. It's amazing. Oh, it reminds me of the Spi- Amazing Spider-Man. One of the best gags in that was, uh, "Yeah, what's always scared me is uh, small knives." Small knives. What? <laughs> I love the fact it's, it's that typical '90s action film where they're all waiting, like for I know, they're hanging about while he drinks a tea. Yeah. It's fine. Easy. <laughs> 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 He's I love destroying the, their restaurant. I love the cutaways of the Chinese woman. I yes, was going to suggest yeah. earlier how breakable the window looks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here comes Brandon. <laughs> I can't believe how young Brandon Lee looks, actually. But yeah, I, I guess with Brandon, it's weird because you always you always be remembering him as young, won't you? Whereas Dolph, well, yeah. Dolph's aged quite ungracefully. I don't know. I think he's worth it. He's starting to look like um, like Charlton Heston. How he, how he, how Charlton Heston got older. He looked better. I think he looks kind of really interesting now. He's got he's got past that that stage. I think in the middle where it was like, oh, go on, Baron. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think this fight should have gone on for nine minutes. <laughs> well, like they live. They, they live. live. <laughs> yeah, that table. Oh, really look at that. That's, def- <laughs> that's definitely the best. <laughs> a super bulletproof table. I love it when they do that. When they turn a the table over and it just takes a hundred bullets, and you're thinking, well, if it's like any Chinese restaurant I've ever been in, it'll be the cheapest fucking wood known to mankind. It's also the fact that the top of the table looks like it's made out of paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the way Brandon Lee flips over the counter. Yeah. Like that's always the best way to escape people shooting at you. Again, is to do a handstand. Flip over this, over the, uh, over the slow counter. motion as well. It's yeah, <laughs> brilliant. I love how they're telling us this. <laughs> I work for the Where's Asian it? Task Force. That's amazing. <laughs> I think they kind of are arguing. <laughs> yeah. So it's this. This film really defines bromance, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that whole I conversation just, yeah. it is just sort of like. Measuring out who's got the bigger dick, isn't it? So, oh, well, you couldn't hit me. Oh, well, you couldn't hit me either, you slag. <laughs> uh, now, now Brandon's bending him over the counter. I know. Look at him lovingly. Oh, he's, he's unconscious. Yeah, he checked the hypnol worked. <laughs> and here we go the, the standard 90s police office. Yeah, but um, they're almost entirely Asian, which is brilliant. <laughs> Does, you go, does, does the police force have an Asian task force? Is that real? <laughs> well, if you went to my local police station, I can guarantee you it wouldn't look anything like that. It'd be a bunch of fat, overweight guys with eating donuts. I've got to say, this guy's wearing a hell of a shirt. <laughs> it's, how many patterns are on it? How many patterns are on that shirt? It's amazing. <laughs> Jeez. You should kill him just for that. It looks like he's got two different shirts 
and cut them up and sewn them back together. It's bizarre. Yeah, actually, oh, it's look at that. Oh. a tattoo on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, he does. He doesn't, doesn't make any difference at all. <laughs> I love it when Dolph does pensive. Yay. Oh, cue flashback. Yeah. At that age that Dolph Lugger was flashback to, he'd be about six foot one. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um... I'm just watching it. It's I know. <laughs> is this? I can't. Like... I can't remember. Is this another one of those brilliant police stations where a bad guy walks in and kills him, or does this guy? No, no, no. Survive? He does it to himself. Oh, Check that's right. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I always love it in '90s action films when um when guys. How many times in '90s action film do you see it? when someone walks into a police station yeah. and ki- I, I think the first film we ever did, Ross, didn't we do the exact same motif? Yes, in you were the guy who killed the guy. I was. Well. And I, cu- I had long hair. Okay, we're not talking about that film, Amazing. obviously, but that, I had long hair when we started filming and short hair when we did that scene. So I remember wearing a bandana. Exactly. So I was actually wearing a bandana and a suit into a police station to kill someone. Exactly. How to look inconspicuous. It's very normal. Not, not, not much stranger than this, though. To be no, sure. to be fair, look at him flexing his pecs in the background. I know, it's beautiful. This is all normal. People do this. <laughs> the last totally time I was, this. Yeah, the last time I was arrested, I did this as well. <laughs> That's ridiculously brilliant. That's brilliant. I wonder if it's actually possible to break your own neck. That just he, did that, he did that method style. He did that. <laughs> He's dead now. Don't you get it? <laughs> <laughs> I had it's wondered like, why I'd never seen film. him before, ever. He read the rest of the script and thought, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he was originally the lead villain. It's great. Too busy so how much whacking paperwork on each they have other. to do now? Yeah. Did you hear that? It's like, your suspect died because you were too busy whacking on each other. Yep. It's very true. <laughs> you think someone, do you think someone waxed Dolph's body for this film? I think he did it. Yeah. Ah, there's the man himself. Ah, oh, it's Philip. Carrie Hood. And Philip Tan begging Philip for Tan. his life. No, don't kill me with the car yeah. window open and the door unlocked. Doing, I was saying, all they're doing is miniaturising the car. <laughs> <laughs> we love oh. Kari Hiroki Tagawa. He is great, isn't he? Yeah. He's been in Super. so many films. Lead a little Mortal Kombat. Well, just everything, basically. Great. Yeah, literally. Great. He's great in Rising Sun as well. Really good in Rising Sun. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. excellent in Rising Sun, yeah. Um, he's in- He's also done some wicked films like, uh, oh god, where was that? Robin Hood of the uh, Bios. And, I haven't uh, seen probably for one film I've not seen ever. And Hawaii Five O, of course. He was in Hawaii Five O, Ross, our favourite yeah. TV show. Brilliant in it. He's brilliant in it. Look at this. Ah, look at that. Oh, look yeah. at that 80s hair. Uh, sorry, 80s stroke 90s hair. <laughs> well, no, they might have done the hair in 1988 <laughs> and then waited until 91. To, to Whatever happened to Tia Carrera? Uh, TV show Relic Hunter, wasn't it? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, but that was years ago, though. She hasn't was done it that long much ago? since. No. Oh no, no, Matt. She's she's currently playing Judy in Scooby Doo Mysteries Incorporated TV show. <laughs> right. Uh, she was also in Combat Hospital. Um, oh, that. Yeah, I know that one. And uh, well, she was in CSI Miami for one episode. Yeah. Right. What's up with this girl's lips? They really are bad, aren't they? Horrifying. I love the way that in 90s films, people always give, you know, I'm standing in front of a mirror talking about the plot. Yes. 
Because I do that. I always sit in the mirror before I go to bed at night and go, I am going to go to the bedroom and masturbate before I clean my teeth. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should know, Ross. You've got the video camera in there. It's true. All those webcams. Mm. Oh, Her I lips worry look about smaller. you too. Her lips look I smaller. worry it's all being taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, yeah. It's all, it's all fine. Oh. This is such a creepy scene, by the way. It is, isn't it? I could it's do you. It's so creepy. Right, she, she's going to do him in front of, what, eight guys? This, this is all going to become very uncomfortable, by the way. I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> yeah, this no, I, remember. I remember this bit. It's really horrifying. It was my first <laughs> sexual experience, this scene. <laughs> I think mine was vanity in... Um, I, oh, I, recreated, never... I mean, I recreated this. Oh, you recreated... <laughs> <laughs> eight creepy Japanese gangsters to hang around in a room. Oh, I love the way that they crack. just have like crack and crack coke just, just everywhere. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, he's, he's filming it. See, this this is wrong. <laughs> this is Rising Sun as well. Yeah, I can't believe really... you can actually remember that film, Matt. It's just it's just not lit as well. <laughs> in Rising Sun, it's all very creepily, tastefully yeah. lit. All, all shadows. Well, I think in Rising Sun, it, it's got a a, a director oh, doing it. <laughs> Harry taking advantage. That's all fine. Well, that, that reminds me of when we did Ten Dead Men and a certain similar scene with someone taking blatantly taking advantage of the uh, the very actress. Nice. <clears throat> it's all very nice. This this oh this is really wrong. Creepy and weird and wrong. <laughs> of all the things they cut out, they didn't cut this out. They re-edited the film. Uh, Michael Elliott, I think it was, re-edited that... it after it out for justice. Oh, okay. There's just stuff out, and they left this in. Which is weird. Did I see that that lamp on the desk was a Death Star lamp? It probably is. It looked like there's a Death R2 Star unit lamp. It's an R2 unit as a bin in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a big Star Wars fan. Gangster, crack dealer, Star Wars fan. Oh, this time. That's wrong. It's really That's quite well scene. done, isn't it? Yeah, it's really well done. That's, you never see anything actually happen. That's so the set of Back to the Future. What, this thing Yeah, that's, I swear, that's the universal backlot. And that building there yeah. is the, the clock tower from Back to the Future. And they've just that's put like a fake brilliant. room in the background. I think you're right. I, I swear to God, that's... You're right. Yeah, yeah I think Maybe I am. Right. Because uh, it's a universal it, film, isn't it? Yeah. And that's a Warner Bros. film. Oh, Warner's, Warner yeah. Bros. Oh, well, they still use the lot, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Big in Japan. Everyone knows that. Sassy black cop alert. Of course. It's the 90s, sassy black cop. She literally walked in, said this left, and never was seen again. <laughs> Just done. Brandon Lee's got such a cheeky smile, hasn't he? Yeah, he's huge charisma. Huge charisma. More than anything, I mean, you know, what happened in The Crow, it's, yeah, he had such a good career in front of him. I think we'd be remiss to not... I was going to say, anyone listening to this, anyone listening to this who hasn't seen Rapid Fire really oh, should check oh, it out. Oh, yeah. Rapid Fire is amazing. Rapid Fire is probably a better film than Showdown Little Tokyo, but Showdown Little Definitely. Tokyo is much more fun. Oh, Showdown Little Tokyo is more fun and, and more breezy, but in terms of the perfect blend of Brandon Lee coming through as an actor and the action and humour and drama, Rapid Fire is just where it's at. It's such a good film. Yeah, Rapid so Fire is, is awesome. And obviously, um, what else did he do? Obviously, Rapid Fire, The Crow. Crow. There's this. a film called Soldier of Fortune, or it's called Laser Mission in some places. And of, uh, of course, there was also Legacy of Rage, his first feature, which was uh, a, yeah, a giant. Rage. It was a very good film. Very good film. Scary in places. Laser Mission. What a terrible yeah. title. It's not a good film at all. Or I think he's got Ernest Borgnine in it, if I'm not mistaken. 
Can you hear that eighties? That eighties again, eighties nineties synth music. Perfect. Get ready for some sudden cultural emerging. Dolph's going to unleash the beast on him. Oh, listen to that music. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> Love it. That's the sort of music I hear when I walk around town. <laughs> the, the soundtrack to Ross's life. I swear to God, this, this and Tango and Cash are like blood brothers as a movie. Yeah, no, I agree. I think this is. I think they're like who, cousins. Who directed Tango and Cash? That was uh, Andre Konchalovsky. Ah, it, sh- it should have been Mark Lester because yeah, that film's it, it, as gay as this film. That's how you normally get into places. You just punch a guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do in Brighton. You get yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time we go to a club in Brighton, Ross, we knock on the door. When the when the doorman answers, we smash <laughs> them and just walk in. And there are no consequences whatsoever. None at all. Can you imagine being this guy's police captain? That's George Keechung, who's a very, very collector. And James what? Lee taking one. What happened? <clears throat> Oh, nice. <laughs> Fine. That's not a particularly well-crafted sequence, that, is it? No, it's a bit... It's, I think it's a difficult location <laughs> to put that stuff into, this. But it's still very nice. So, so were they just randomly waiting just in case someone took out the doorman to jump down and assault <laughs> yeah, sure. So imagine how often they stand there doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's your job? Well, I stand in a nightclub just in case someone breaks in by accident. In case Joey gets taken out, I gotta stand here. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? Well, in case Freddie gets taken out, I back up. I back <laughs> up Freddie. <laughs> what if he got Italian accents? Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was ah, uh, see, now this is Are my you kind of club. Asian Italians. <laughs> <laughs> this is my kind of club. This is my favorite restaurant. Yeah, half naked sumo wrestling and eating sushi off off of a minge. It's totally my favourite place to be. <laughs> so is that why she's got them there? They're leaving the best to last. <laughs> yeah. Can you know? They're no just one working wants that. down her body. No they one will... wants that bit, Matt. No one wants it. Literally. Think about this place. Just think about this place. Is it's an all-you-can-eat buffet? <laughs> <laughs> this, again, Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash is very much like this. Obviously, the P, the kind of the non-eating off girls' minges. I don't know if I'm right, but I think this place is the same place they used in Lethal Weapon. Oh, blimey. It's looks, a... It looks very much like the, when, 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 they, when Mel Gibson gets taken hostage and he escapes. I think it's Yeah, the same. When, um, when he gets tortured by, um, by Al Leon. Yeah, and Al Leon. Yeah. I might be wrong. It just looks really, really similar. It looks really similar. It's Tian Carrera, everyone. It's the girl that was in something that Wait, you've never Wayne's seen. World. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. She, she has got better looking the older she's got. I agree. Definitely. Weirdly, she she didn't really do much for me back then. But nowadays, she's quite she's got that MILF thing going for her. It's fine. <laughs> Perfectly appropriate. I still can't. I still can't get over the the fact that you know, eating fish off of a girl's bits. That can't yeah, taste good, can it? Yeah, but Phil, can you send food back if there's a hair in it? <laughs> <laughs> Waiter, there seems to be a hair in my food. How do they clean the plates at the end of the night? <laughs> dishwasher. Oh, wow. It's a huge dishwasher. <laughs> this, is, this is an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> this is, this is, this is the B-team. And here we go once again with the random guys walking in. I just love, I just love how big their jackets are. 
huge jackets. They are padded to the max. Yeah, good for stunts. This is a <laughs> with the coins is a thing that Bruce Lee used to do, apparently, in like real situations. Oh, okay. Coins. <clears throat> it's, it's quite nice. Yeah, the snooker snooker cues. I think once Dolph Lundgren elbows you in the face, he probably doesn't have to throw him anywhere. No, I <laughs> so guess it's pretty much a done deal. Absolutely, the game with the sticks. It's all good. Nice. Dolph looks really solid in this film, doesn't he? I mean, his punches yeah. are really solid. Yeah. This is a nice little fight. Yeah, it is a very good fight. Brandon Lee kips up far too many times, though. <laughs> ah, love this. <laughs> what? That's nice. <laughs> he just looks like the most random bloke. <laughs> it's nice that they got the humour right. They got the blend of humour and action right. Yeah, no, they really did. But that's why that scene with the, where, where Carrie kills the girl with the sword is so incongruous. Yeah. Because it's such a nasty scene. That's a lovely moment. Teamwork. Oh, look at that. The trailer shot. Sao Leong. Yep. Hey. For those of you that don't know who Al Leung is, Al Leung in the 80s was in pretty much every action yes. film. The chap with the goatee in, 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 who's holding them. And he, he, he has never really looked any different, has he? He's always no. had the same look. He's, he's probably his biggest role he ever did was in Godzilla, where he was in oh, it yes. for the first two seconds and got killed. Um, <laughs> but he's been in 24. Uh, he was in Double Dragon. He was in Beverly Hills Cop 3, yeah. Lethal Weapon. Every, everyone knows him as Endo in Lethal Weapon, though. Yeah. But oh, he, absolutely. He, he does stunts in so many films as well. well uh, though. He's in Rapid Fire. He's in one of mine and Ross's favourite films, The Perfect in Weapon. Rapid Fire, he has the main fight with Brandon Lee at the end of the film, aside from Timar, the bad guy. Like He's the main fighting bad guy in Rapid Fire. Um, uh, he's also in The Perfect Weapon, Ross, with Jeff Sweetman, yes. a film that we love. I remember seeing that yes. in the 90s again. Same year as this, 1991. Um, and he's also in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where he played Genghis Khan. Yes, in fact, that's probably his biggest role. That is role, his anyway, actual yeah. biggest role. Yeah. It was a mainstream. <laughs> and in, in uh, Die Hard, he also plays the character who steals the candy bar. Yes. That's <laughs> brilliant. So this is normal. These Mexican standoffs happen all the time. Uh, in police takedowns. <laughs> I was going back to what I was saying earlier. Can you imagine being Dolph Lundgren's police chief? Like <laughs> every alone. day, it would, would be this alone. pile of complaints. So yeah. last night, you went into a nightclub. You knocked out the guy on the door. You then took out two more guys. You then got into a fight. Uh, you destroyed a nightclub, and then you ended up in a Mexican standoff. That was yeah. Monday. On Tuesday, <laughs> on Tuesday, I stayed in. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> love Brandon so good but the humour is, is good in this film it works yeah no, it's funny <laughs> I love the fact that he's Asian American and they're Asian and he chooses to speak to them in pidgin English well I, one of the things I do like about the film is that he is Asian American and makes a very there's a whole point made that he doesn't know anything about Asian oh no, that's right yeah yeah no you're quite totally a good, that's right. quite a cool thing uh, and not surprising. It would be like expecting people brought up as fourth generation, I don't know, uh, almost any culture in Britain and expect them to know, you know, about their back in, you know, back in the motherland. Most people haven't got well, a clue. I, I, haven't even taken a, interest either. I'm probably about a thousand generation Roman, but it doesn't mean that I speak Italian. 
precisely. That was a very shit analogy. I apologise about that. That yeah. was terrible. But still, <laughs> Dolph does pensive good, doesn't he? Mm. <laughs> it's a well put together film. It is. Uh, this is a good edited sequence. Actually, it is quite tense, and it's it's not ridiculous. <laughs> Um, bit of trivia while we're in a bit of a quieter moment. An older version of the screenplay, 104 pages, had a slightly different outline in details of the intrigue and a more serious tone to it, less tongue-in-cheek. Do you think this would have worked as a less tongue-in-cheek movie, Ross? No. Oh, I, think, oh, I think you either have to completely remove the humour or, 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 it's, or you, you, make, you sort of refine it down to something that is funny and action-packed. And they did do that, but like I say, that's why it makes that sword scene so incongruous because everything else is fairly light relatively light for for an action film that seems just horrible um so yeah as a, as a very serious film this wouldn't work at all it'd be it'd be too it would look buffoonish if this film was serious yeah and i think actually part of the humor of the film is is the ridiculousness of it i think they they play it quite well yeah yeah so matt what's your favorite dolph lundgren film oh god uh Difficult. I was one of the few that actually quite liked Red Scorpion when that came out. Um, probably this, actually. Probably oh. this. How pissed off would you be if someone walked across the bonnet of your car? <laughs> Fairly. But then again, Brandon Lee weighed about four pounds, so it probably doesn't make any difference. That's true. And he moved like a ghost. Yeah. That's, that's just like, he couldn't do it Hang when on. he was sat next this is to a him. Scene, this is the scene where they become friends. Uh, the music's changed. Yeah, it's for becoming yeah. friends music. <laughs> the background. This piece of music was probably this piece of music was probably entitled something like "Coming Together." <laughs> <laughs> they always title piece of music in really strange ways. Um, oh no, no, no! Reaching an understanding. Yes. Um. <clears throat> what you were saying earlier, Ross, uh, editor Michael Elliott was brought in by Warner Brothers for substantial re-editing to make the film faster after Warner Brothers were unhappy with an early cut. Uh, he performed the same job on 1991 Out for Justice. Uh, scenes cut include a different introduction to Kenner uh, and his former partner, more of the Nelson character, uh, more dramatic scenes between Lundgren and Lee, and a scene after the opening gunfight at the underground boxing match where Kenner is chewed out by superiors for all the mayhem he's caused. It was in there! Originally, the scene of him being bollocked was in there. Ah, oh, you see, that would have been good. All the scenes that were cut, that's the scene I'd like to see. Because it's not a 90s action. Ah, oh, see, the music's changed now. Go on. Yeah, go. High five. Oh, the there, hand there go. amazing. That's brilliant. Yeah! It didn't hold on it quite long enough, though. They, sh- I, I, no. I think that they should be held on for at least ten minutes. It should have cut to a close-up of their hands coming together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> something else I believe that you did in one of our films as well, Ross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see where you may have got some of your inspiration from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the Don't films tell I do show that little Tokyo in various forms. I mean, the film shown in Little Tokyo is what about with with credits is about seventy five, seven, seventy four, seventy five minutes long. I mean, you got to remember there's there's Passenger Fifty Seven, which is also same sort of time, and it is about seventy two minutes or something. Great film as well. Yeah, no, I like they Passenger Fifty Seven. Passenger Fifty Seven has uh, influenced my gambling technique ever since I I started going to casinos. <laughs> yeah, I now always, always black. I always bet on black, always and I always black. lose. Yeah. The thing is, if you bet on black in that case, you might go to prison. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think Wesley should have stopped taking his own advice on that one. Um, okay, cue dodgy villain base. Um, I know it's such a cartoon. This actually looks like a base in an animated TV. It show. But if you if you could look, that shot of Dolph and Brandon. They look like they're yeah. on the busiest high street ever. But then when it cuts to the shot of the red dragon, whatever it is, it looks like Empty. it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like a studio lot. It just looks like a studio. It, yeah, it does, doesn't it? it? Probably is. Studio. It's good timing. I mean, what, what are the odds of them getting there just as a dodgy biker gang arrive? Actually, it literally looks like they're sitting in traffic. It doesn't, it doesn't, even, look like, it doesn't even look like or, they're parked. Or judging by it, the way that the traffic's going, every car should be going in there. <laughs> it, it, it should be. It's really strange. I've never noticed yeah. it before. Every car <laughs> is going in there, and there are no cars turning off. From no, there's not. And why hasn't anyone called the police about the armed men up on the walls? <laughs> that is absolute. I've never noticed that. Matt, before. that is fantastic. <laughs> well, well observed. They should all be driving into. <laughs> I don't say much, but when I do, there you go. <laughs> Honestly, that's brilliant. I love this. All, all the gangs get together again because gangs gangs mix well. <laughs> yeah, you can always guarantee put two gangs together and you always end up with with nothing more than than peace and harmony. It's all fine. It's all normal. Yeah. What? What's Axel Rose doing there? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like a, like a 1980s Guns What's and Roses What's convention. I like the fact that they are the least stereotypical black gang you've ever seen. Honest. <laughs> with, they've with got all their two rags and everything. Yeah, rags. I love, the way, I love the way that this is all fine. He's just cut a guy's arm off. That's fine. No one else attacks him. It's all fine. At this point, I mean, I'm a businessman. At this point, I'd be sitting there thinking, maybe this isn't the, the deal I want to get into. Right, no, they're all scared just... because he's got a sword. Now, well, if they're gang members, they would yeah. have... Many guns, guns on them. So there you go, Matt. Why do none of the black gang members laugh at the white gang members? I'm just got cut off by the Japanese guy. <laughs> All I can see now are the cars that just aren't going past them when they stood there. That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> or just a continuous pileup of cars driving into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know, if you're going to have a Japanese club, what would you name it? Because definitely Bonsai Club isn't in any way racist, is it? <laughs> it's all normal. It's like, like having a, a, a club that's aimed for black guys called the Hip Hop Club or something. <laughs> it's the Hip Hop Club. It's or, or white guys, Redneck Club. <laughs> the Cracker Club. <laughs> cracker Club. <laughs> it's all fine. We all, we all go there. It's all fine. Absolutely acceptable. He's just a <laughs> creepy dude, isn't he? He's, I know, he's just like, I, I'm a creepy fuck. And evil. There's some boobs for you, just so you go. Boobs. Crazy. Is that, is that... If you noticed, on the, on the trivia, one of the drafts of the script was written by Steve Sharon, who had written the Dirty Harry film, The Deadpool. Yeah. I, I love the idea that there were different versions of this film written. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact that someone actually spent, yeah, spent, someone spent more than one draft on this. It's like, yeah, the first draft doesn't really cut it. It's not quite cheesy enough. What? Well, I'd love to read the original. I'd love to see how that was like different from whatever this version was. <laughs> it would be fascinating, wouldn't it? Why, why does he show her this? How does Matt, Matt, would this do it for you if you were about to, you know? Nah. 
how does he zoom in on his face as well when he's got two <laughs> hands on the sword and the remotes on the table? Genius. <laughs> you are like Mr. Technical. He's got a clever TV. Potter. I love this. There's Al. Al again. If it wasn't for films like this and Big Trouble in Little China, though, there would be many Asian-American actors that just wouldn't Simon have had Reeve. jobs. Sorry. Simon Reeve from uh, Best of Best. And, well, many, many films. I love their cars. All their cars are like these. Is that a Ford Fairlight? What kind of car? Is it Cadillac? What is um, it? I I oh, I, I'm not good with American cars. Well, like yeah, I think it might American be a Caddy. Like classic American motors. They do look beautiful. Yeah, they do. I love the American cars. Yeah. Obviously, Brandon's driving a complete heap of shit. But sorry, Dolph. <laughs> Dolph, yeah, heap of shit car. <laughs> this is all again perfectly normal for their spying. They got Good great hair, line of sight as well. So wouldn't <laughs> they be seen up on that hill with their car? <laughs> Somewhat. Also, no. they, they, must be, they look like they're about six miles away. <laughs> Considering how far, how high that that. That um, house is actually yeah, yeah. And, and the genius that they can view all around the house as well. They have <laughs> the, also they have the best binoculars in the world. Did he just say there are nine guys in there? Yeah. yeah. What, how, what, how does Dolph he know? No, no, not only that. Dolph Lundgren's the equivalent of around fourteen <laughs> Chinese guys, <laughs> Japanese guys. I'm just going to get racist with this. He's the equivalent of about fourteen of those guys. Anyway, what difference does it make? walking and tear through from like tissue paper. I love it in, in, in 90s and 80s action films where they always have a guy stationed on the roof with a submachine gun. Yeah, who like never sees what's going on below <laughs> him. And his job is literally... Yeah, his job is literally to die and fall into yeah. the swimming pool. Again, but for neck breaks. <laughs> it's fine. Do that all the time. They were big in the 90s, neck breaks. <laughs> neck breaks were really big in the 90s. <laughs> Can I just point out that Dolph Lundgren has impeccable hair? Yeah, but I was going to say that earlier. That's lovely. Look at that. It's great. Oh, look. <laughs> I love the way he rolls past the sofa and thus misses. That's very nice. Doesn't disturb her, though, all the gunshots. She's just cool and calm. Doesn't bother yeah. looking up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Absolutely love tearing through a door. Yeah, Another neck break. That's nice. So why would you put your gun back in your holster? No How idea. does he know she's in that exact room? I've no idea. That's fine. Just smash through a window. That's normal. That bit where he just casually smashes through a screen door is a bit like when Arnie... Just casually right, right. Picks up telephone How booth. does he get his gun out of the holster <laughs> while he's carrying her? No, no, no. Please. Matt, you're missing something even more important. How did he go out of her window and end up on the roof? Yeah. Because it was a balcony a minute ago that he yeah. walked out onto. Don't kill Al. And why is he only just it's reloaded his gun now, which only trying... takes nine Anyone shots? Look at the car, by the way. This car is very light. <laughs> <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard will be pissed off about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bo and Luke Duke are going to be steam, man. Well, now nice. we know why the doors nice. don't work. Lovely. That's a great action scene, though. That's a top action scene. That is great. I don't understand why he breaks the neck of the guy at coming in and then just gets his gun out and shoots the next bloke. Don't know. Don't oh, look at those shirts, man. Where did the Yakuza shop for shirts? Same place the mask does. <laughs> it's like shirts are us. 
I like. I'm digging the two tone shirts. They work for me. Yeah. Well, it's three tone. They do look, look like they should be. In, should be. Well, they look like they should be in house party. You remember the kid? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Maybe this was filmed next door, and they, would, they one day the costume department got seriously Same messed costumes. up. There's like there's a version of House Party where they're all dressed in really smart, sharp suits. Yeah, there was actually a sequence in this film cut out that was a musical number with all two times. They kept brilliant. bumping into the DJ decks. Yeah, oh, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Yeah, this is a uh, fairly normal. This is literally what every '90s kid about my age, <laughs> knew about Japan growing up. They knew that if you weird. fucked off someone, you cut your finger off. And that's how you, f- you notice Yakuza. Is anyone <laughs> with a finger missing was Yakuza. Whether they were white, black, Asian, whatever. Yakuza. They couldn't this just is how be they a do, chef, uh, no? This is how they do forms of sushi, in fact. <laughs> Horrifying. Wasn't Black Rain out about the same time? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's got a, a bit of finger to... cutting off as well. What a sadistic yeah. bastard! He makes these guys are in it off. as well. That's nice. yeah, <laughs> what a sadistic bastard! He makes him cut his finger off and then stabs him. Ah, oh, it's outrageous. And everyone just is just like, "That's fine." Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's good. It's good. It's all good. Well, you could tell he was going to do that because he's taken his shirt off so he doesn't get blood on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like like the plastic from Lethal Weapon Two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it has to be said that the artwork, the tattoos are amazing. Oh, they're fantastic, how aren't they? How cool are they? And it's how long was that taken, man? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if they're body stockings or not. Some of them might have been body stockings. Oh, that's a fair point. Possibly, it's very, very clever though. It still looks real. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now for breakfast. <laughs> I love that. Whatever. The weapon of choice for tactical people across the world. The recoil on that would probably knock her across the room. Yeah. There's not much of her, is there, bless her? Oh, fair enough. I love it. No one ever answers. Uh, yes, it's Dolph here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You actually, come... to be fair, at least he actually took the effort to say yes. In most <laughs> films, they just like they just pick up, talk, and then just hang up, don't they? I know it's amazing. Uh huh. There's a whole coming joke thing, which is yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You won't see me coming. Uh huh. It's weird and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> just a really creepy thing for anyone to say. He just sits there on a car forever. <laughs> <laughs> no one would, no one would notice, would they? And no one bats an eyelid at this huge <laughs> hulking bloke with a, a shoulder holster on, a desert eagle in it, and a load of clips on his belt. That's, again, it's perfectly normal. Not. <laughs> Shouldn't they be shitting themselves and running, Absolutely. screaming? This is the bathhouse sequence, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Yeah, Dolph, uh, Brandon just said um, their water must be out because um, they've all gone in there for a bath. I love it. <laughs> 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 
He's like the most unreasonable policeman of all time. <laughs> yeah, there's dirty, no... It's Dirty Harry look like someone out of the bill. Just like <laughs> dirty Harry look like someone out of the bill. There's just no ra- reasoning with him, is there? It's just it's like... <laughs> just beating everybody up in the bathhouse. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Couldn't they just be there having a bath? <laughs> Two totally innocent people. Their assumption is everyone is bad. Everyone is guilty, no matter what. To be fair, Again, she looks. Yeah, nice. Blue, with his awesome it, it, type thing. Lovely thong as well, I have to say. Cameron Nakamura's wearing a nappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this may be the scene that defines the gayness of the film. Oh, here you go. Fat bloke swimming through the world's smallest swimming pool. Where is he swimming? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not in that three metre square pool, put it oh. that way. And the size of him, he would just sort of float to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Must be very slippery there as well. Oh, now he's out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. Like, like, like that would be a problem for his police chief after everything else. He killed a naked man in a bathhouse. So it's Tuesday. So what? Yeah. So what difference does it make? They're getting guns. <laughs> I'd be really conscious fighting in that thong that my nuts were going to pop out. Uh, yeah. Nice. That's a nasty fool James uh, takes there. Oh, yeah. That's horrid, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For hours. It's a nice little fight. It is a good fight. I love I love the fact they get weapons out of nowhere. Yeah, just knives hanging around. No one's thought about picking up the guns that got (laughs) cast away. No. Let's get a water cannon. Yeah. Hose Dolph down is just a really odd idea. (laughs) Let's hose him down. Not not the pistols that are hanging about. We'll just get that is a shot. Now, come on. Could yeah. you do that shot? No. Especially that... with how much it breaks. Oh. Against him. Fat bloke on Dolph. Yeah, not good. <laughs> I can't see why anyone thinks this film could be in any way gay. No. No, no, no. no Dolph wants no, no. to do is pull his thong up and give him a wedgie. You know, <laughs> like, him. Oh, I've just remembered how this guy dies. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> Fighting in a water tank. How much room is there there? None. Evidently, a lot more than there actually should be. (laughs) Go on, Dolph. (laughs) It takes ages. (laughs) That's nasty. That's the Wilhelm scream, isn't it? When he gets killed. Ah, see, I thought he stuck the hose up his arse. Am I thinking it's I thought he went in no, his no, mouth. No, 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 oh, up his oh, yeah. That just oh. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Gives him a colonic. No, it's it's uh, the other bit. Here we go. That's insanity. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brandon... Did you shout Yoda? <laughs> Meanwhile, Brandon is still fighting. That's nice. 
some good stuff. Squib hits on naked bodies are always tough things to do. Yeah, it's pretty good. I thought they were paintballs, probably. Oh, that's probably a good point. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, shit, that would suck. Yeah. Especially on the 80th take. Although I'm not convinced Mark Lester's the kind of director that does 80 takes. I wouldn't imagine they had time for 80 takes. <laughs> Why are they running? You're police. <laughs> I don't get it. All. You're literally running from the police. From the police. You are police. But you're the police. <laughs> Again, it's the Asian police force. Of course. She's just sat there for a day with a shotgun. Fine. Yeah. It's all normal. Don't forget, so, you won't see him coming. Exactly. <laughs> I know she hasn't changed. Nothing. Just, just sat there for two days. Yeah, forever. <laughs> huh? She looks so vacant. I know. And I'm sure that's not acting. No, I don't think it might be at that point. <laughs> I think at that point it was, I'm in a film. Amazing. Now, cue secluded house in the middle of nowhere that there is no way, shape or form that the bad guys could ever find out where this house is. No. In, except for about two or three minutes time. No, it's not going to happen, yeah. Ross. I know, you, I know you've seen this film before, but there is no way in hell the bad guys are going to find the secluded house in the middle of nowhere. Matt, I'm just saying three or four minutes time. <laughs> four or five minutes time, something like that. He is the most Asian white bloke ever, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. All time. Like, he gives me... He, yeah, if you look at Karate Kid and look at Mr. Miyagi as the most stereotypical Asian bloke <laughs> in film ever, it, it's like, basically, this is Mr. Miyagi's house. I like the fact that the interior of his house appears to have been built inside a soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> just, just looks like he's in a studio. It doesn't look really... Even for a second... It, 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 if you sneeze, you just know those walls would wobble. It's just collapse. <laughs> right, so on a cop's salary, he <laughs> can afford that place well, he built and it. the other place. He built it. With yeah, his yeah, own no, hands. Yeah. There's, a, there's a line later or something where he says, I built this house myself. And she's like, oh, no shit, sort of thing. Yeah, because there was a, a, a bit of a quiet period while there was no crimes happening. Yeah. <laughs> So he's able to do it. But to, to be he, fair, Matt, he was suspended. Fair, Matt, that's what it on was. On a cop's salary, he has built this place out of plywood and paper. So it's probably <laughs> You're so very like right. <laughs> the whole place was probably cost him about $20 to build. You, I can't help but thinking of that place and think it looks very flammable. <laughs> flammable yeah. and flappable and smashable. Uh, and wouldn't you have made a bigger hot tub for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Mind your. Guy yeah, size. if you're Dolph London, that's not the hot... If I've built all of that... It's I, I made, like, deep. <laughs> it's a really deep hot top. A deep just, shut... That's ridiculous. It, his knees like, should be up round near his shit. He must be standing up in it. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like when you sort of like put a baby in a bucket. <laughs> I reckon he's, he had the plans and they got turned sideways... So rather than building it wide, he built it deep. Deep. Yeah, it has to be. Body double. <laughs> She's such a slut. Yeah. That's such a body double. It doesn't look anything like her. <laughs> Everything's wrong about the, that. And note how the face blatantly isn't turning towards camera. No, it's no, ridiculous. Oh, man, I thought that was... I, I remembered it being really her. It doesn't look anything like well because you sort of put it put two and two together. It's just the hair's completely different. The body types, especially now, her hair's slicked back now. Yeah, yeah, just ridiculous. Uh, it always happens to me. Every time I save a girl, she gets into the hot tub with me. It's getting embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I think it's the last person you saved was my mum. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I mean, she had a good time. 
<laughs> it was just uncomfortable when you walked in, Ross. It really was. Yeah, that's fine. I just brought in towels and mints. We'd like, Ross is such a good host. Cup of tea? <laughs> towels. My mum. Yeah, brilliant. I don't know, what was he reaching for on the... <laughs> the, the remote. Oh, there's a gun there. Oh, there's oh. actually a gun. Can, you imagine a being as, can you imagine being as tense as Dolph Lundgren is through this entire film? Every time this... someone's opened a door, you just go for a gun. He'd be dead in five years' time for a heart attack. Stress. Yeah, stress. Is, yeah, Mr. L- Mr. Kenner, um, we really need to work on your blood pressure. It seems unfeasibly high. Uh, yeah. this, this scene is just unbelievably uncomfortable. It's a bit like the scene in Twins, you know, when, when Arnold isn't, you know, wants to sort of do something about it, but can't. This is just awkward beyond words. This is a strange, strange scene. Deeply awkward. (laughs) Blatantly a total lack of chemistry between these two. Yeah. What's making it funnier though, Ross, is I think it sounds like you're heavy breathing in the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Body double. double. Such a bad double. Her tits are twice the size of what hers are as well. Twice the size of her head. (laughs) <laughs> she she really looks like she's enjoying that, doesn't she? She looks like she's about to pass out. <laughs> Shit, that is like the quickest sex ever. She's well, happy he, with he, that. He's a white guy with a big cock, so he's apparently so he's gonna <laughs> spur off, isn't he? Literally, she's happy. Ross, does that not make, give you and me hope that she yes. can be happy after well, two seconds? Like Dolph Lundgren. But two seconds. Uh, it was about three minutes, right? I was right. It was about three. It was, minutes. Yeah, literally, it was about three minutes. Look at it's that! Wrong. Look at that! Uh, no, no, shot. no dangle between the legs there. No. <laughs> this is. Why are you looking at that, Phil? I have no idea. Mini, mini. <laughs> He's such a snipey get. He's like Sheldon out of the Big Bang Theory. I knew that was gonna. What is wrong with him? Why would you say that to anyone? Why would you? This is. It's like. It's, it's not like we're busy or anything. Just time for time for jokes because we're not about to get jokes, killed. Those shorts are so short. <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange. Love how many bad guys there are. Though. <clears throat> I've just got to get all these. Uh, <laughs> just got to take. Ages. Just got to take ages to put all these weapons. Why does he say that? <laughs> <laughs> it, that I mean, that, that makes it, Top Gun look straight. That's like you can be my wingman anytime. Yeah, bullshit. But then his next action is pumping <laughs> this shotgun off. A big dick pump. Love the throwing weapon stuff. I love the paper house. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. Uh. <laughs> That's a really good line about the video games. Yeah, it's good. But thankfully, his cardboard walls are bulletproof. <laughs> I love the fact they put the sound of ricochets in it. Bing! It's like, what's it ricocheted off? Oh, sorry, I've just got to get a bit more kit. I, did, I didn't load yeah. up enough. Where's my crossbow? <laughs> What's particularly strange about this is that Lundgren's character has used guns in the film already. It's not like he's got a gunner version. Why don't he just use guns? Uh-oh. 
I've got to be honest with you, I'm starting to fancy Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> well, he has got the biggest dick that Brandon's ever seen on a man. It's more about his shoulders. They're, they're dreamy. He's got dreamy shoulders. Hey. Awesome. Oh. Wouldn't they have gone to get Tia Carrera rather than leave her alone yeah, in don't... a paper-walled house? Yeah, it's a bit strange. And why do you need what? to put gasoline <laughs> onto a paper <laughs> house? Yeah, that truly <laughs> is a house that's not going to need any assistance going up, is it? Uh, it'll take him at least 10 minutes to build another house. The look <laughs> on his face is just like, oh, I'm going to have to do that again. It's going to take oh, 10 minutes. Oh, man, I'm going to have to go to Staples again and get some more paper. I love all the fire bars. You can see that they're bars with fire on. Yeah, you actually can see the fire bars. <laughs> you can actually see the fire bars. Great. Brilliant. Good old, good old uh, low-budget film. But what was the budget on this, Ross? Any ideas? can't remember. It's probably on IMDb. It's proper budget. Like, it wasn't low budget. Not, not low budget in a, in a traditional sense of the word, at least. Eight million. Really? And it grossed two point. Two million in the US. I, the I think it did quite well on DVD, though. DVD, yeah. well, uh, video, video, <laughs> video and DVD. The traditional heroes getting tortured scene. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald Okamura is brilliant. Gerald Okamura is great, isn't he? Yeah, he's fantastic. got a great face. Yeah. <laughs> What's he been in, Ross? Uh, everything again, <laughs> like every film ever, and loads and loads of low-budget films as well. Loads of them. Uh, Everything. Don't forget to base them again. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So disrespectful. Yeah. All of a sudden, Dolph's hair look. Yeah. Dolph's hair, no matter what, it is perfect. He's being electrocuted. It's fine. His hair's fine. Super look, strong. I mean, that is a well quaffered hair, isn't it? It's so weird that he's wearing like shorts and boots and nothing else. <laughs> It just looks really strange. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> it's too funny. It's just weird. He's watching, He's watching it again. on television. It's just weird. They got some damn fine technology for the early 90s. I know. He's got a hookup to his car. Like, what? Why? Go on. So, great line. Why would you even say that while you're doing that? <laughs> Wasn't that kill for more? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Actually, kill for more. Nice. Like, why is he the only one who dies? That doesn't make any sense at all. That does make utterly no sense. <laughs> He's the only one who dies. Because they're buff. And that's what it is. That's it. They've got a lot of muscle mass. <sighs> I love their cars. I, I just, oh, look at those. They are, they are awesome cars. Proper, yeah. like, um, 70s and 80s type muscle cars. Exactly. And, uh, um, you know, the Chevys and stuff like that. They're really cool cars. Uh, funny enough, I was thinking about going home and having a cup of tea. <laughs> Dolph, put some clothes <laughs> on. He's got his shoes and socks on. It's like boots and pants. It's just odd. 
I can't believe the car crushing scene from earlier is going to come back. Oh yeah, that's tele- it's teleport, yeah, tele- teleport, telegraphing. Yeah, this critical moment. Where did he get that from? That top. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> the gayest vest on the planet. I was going to say it look, makes you look even more gay. Borrowed it off George Michael, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they not carry on crushing it? I, I have no idea. Where's what? the fun in that, though? I yeah, make it last longer. No, Mr. Bond. Why should I? <laughs> it's like the cars. Oh, Jesus. I don't think I've ever noticed the cars again, like properly, like I'm noticing them now. I tell you what, between the cars and the shirts, there are some interesting statements in this uh, film. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we could kill you, or we could put you in this elaborate death routine, which you stand no chance of getting out of. Ever. And don't worry, it takes ages. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Love it. <laughs> I'm just excited now. I'm not... <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's properly, uh, properly tense, this. Uh, awesome. what do you reckon is going to happen? I reckon they die here. How good would that be? <laughs> <laughs> That's why the film's so short. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Apparently, the uh, the Dolph Lundgren, the line Brandon says, "You've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man." Originally, it was, "You've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a white man." That's even stranger. Doesn't that insinuate he looks at dicks of? <laughs> <laughs> Just it's, not only does he look at dicks, but he then classes them into racial uh... racial <laughs> racial class. Yeah. Racial size. You've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a white man. Black men, I've seen bigger. Asian, small. Makes no sense at all. Like when the car goes through those grinding things, it's just whole. And then it just cuts the splinters coming out of it. And not to to mention that it was at relative ground level and all of a sudden it's up in the sky. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not happy about this. (laughs) And why didn't the car explode? No, it's true. did you hear that? Um, Brandon, uh, Dolph said about cutting off his anatomy and Brandon said, yeah. you've got a fixation on that. Hello? You're yeah. not the one that keeps pointing out the size of people's dicks. Precisely. Uh, Cut to Mr. Miyagi-style backstory. I think we have, like, a weird montage now of, like, them training. Ah, Ross, an, an Matt, e- handle the montage. I will be back in two seconds. Yep. What's he doing? I don't know. Oh, well, we're doing the montage. Yeah, this is really nice, though. Actually. He's really got some moves there, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. It's so cool. It reminds me about uh, Steven Seagal, Hard to Kill. To Kill they, the music. Got... Well, music's yeah. by the same guy, David Michael Frank. Ah. It's the same, same, same uh, guy to the music. And that's hilarious. He's now dressed as a chef. Why would yeah. you? <laughs> Why would it? <laughs> I just right. hang out in his base. Why has he got yeah. her there? What the I fuck? have no idea. It's like a worst first date ever. <laughs> but yeah, again, everyone's there. He's gonna spill the beans. Apologies, and, guys. Yeah. I'm back. No. I love. I love that they're all just hanging around there. <laughs> Can you come back again? Yeah, fine. Great it's, fun. They're inconspicuous. The way they. Uh, uh, what, what? Okay, what the <laughs> fuck is Dolph London dressed? 
Can you imagine if you stepped out of the well, like Phil did? If you stepped out of the field for two minutes, you come back and Dolph Lundgren is dressed like a giant chef. No, I literally have. In the bit I missed, was there a montage of him dressing up like that? Yeah, no, you never yeah. seen him get dressed. Oh, you so that real? literally was the first. He thought that's what I need to dress up like to go and take on the bad guys. Oh, the yeah. most stereotypical. It's like he's hired the I need to look Asian costume for the local costume shop. No, it's Axel Rose again. This guy's terrible. <laughs> terrible actor. <coughs> what? Do I look like Chuck? No. One of you looks like he's going to a fancy dress it costume. Sounds like he says, it sounds like he says, do I look like Chuck Norris? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, doesn't he look a bit like Sergeant Kabuki Man from the... <laughs> no, <Soma> he does. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way he hasn't thought bulletproof vest. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> No, just gonna dress up like a chef. <laughs> Biggest cowards of all time. There's two people attacking them. Did they just hire? Like, did they yeah. go to racial stereotype casting agency? Yes, central casting. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Awesomeness. Because we don't know how thick the wall is. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's okay. Dolph built this place, so it's all fair. <laughs> Can you imagine if they tried that? Lost aboard. Yeah, can you imagine if they tried it and it just stopped? <laughs> and it exploded. They could have killed themselves. Yeah. Could have hit the wall and explode. That's good. I didn't I don't remember that. That's great. Where the fire bursts out yeah. just so you get to the car. No That's one good. no one's moved. Everyone allowed them to burst through the doors and they just stood there. They didn't think something might be following this. Um, let's just sit and watch, because this happens every day. Truck. <laughs> yeah, let's check out the truck. Good little shootout though. Uh-oh. Notice how small a machine gun looks in Dolph Lundgren's hands. It does. Doesn't it? And then that's an M16. It's not a small gun. It looks like a toy. <laughs> not to be too technical, but the way he stands side on, he, he, they could easily have taken him out there. Yes. Or the fact that his head is above all cover. <laughs> yeah. Tia Carrera's four foot six and he's eight foot nine. <laughs> Has Al Leung bought it, or is he still um, about? Uh, Al Leung died earlier, but he's probably died a couple of times since. Yeah. There's, there's, also, they've got elevated position on them. Not, yeah. not that I'm getting technical, but they can just take them out. It's ridiculous. They are the world's You can't shoot him while he's on a ladder. No, they are yeah. the world. So, so I tell you what, of all the places we could go, let's go to the roof, because there's no let's way we're going to get trapped. Let's always go up. I've never understood that. <laughs> Run, run away. You've, you've not got advantage. You're on high position. There's eight of you, all with submachine guns. All they've got to do is wait for them to come out of a door and blast them. <laughs> it's brilliant. Love it. Great location. How's that on the roof? I've yeah. <laughs> Good point. If only we hadn't wasted all of our bullets. Oh, this why did you do that? That was so stupid, Brandon. Because he gets to fight Toshishiro Obata now. Which is great. Yeah, no, that's the fair point. He's fucking strong. He just rips out metal posts like nothing. <laughs> All Japanese people can do that. It's fine. Do they, do they learn hemorrhage. it at school? No, no, it's just their jeans. They're little. <laughs> that's, that's quite a nice little joke. Yeah. They could have made more of that, I think. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It's always Brandon, though. He's always got, like, the smaller piece to the other guy's bigger piece, doesn't he? I think that's a joke. <laughs> Dolph Lugger would have picked up a tree. <laughs> he would have picked up the whole um, bat, the whole walkway that they're on. 
Nice. They, these really are make stormtroopers look effective, don't they? They are terrible. Stand on the steps and just shoot. Go on, I dare you. What is he firing at, anyway? <laughs> What's Dolph firing at? <laughs> Great. You know why they have to die individually? Because they can only afford one machine pistol for the whole at film. time. <laughs> yeah. This is nice. <laughs> nice location. It is great. It's one of the things I always remember about this film is the finale fight. It's good. It's nice. Brandon definitely gets a better fighter in rapid fire. Definitely. Yeah. But it's, this is quite a nice start, though. It is, yeah, no, no, absolutely. But he, he, he kind of was he, in, was he kind of a, a, a trained martial artist from from young, or it's, did he? I love this whole bit where he's reading his rights. It's great. I mean, his dad taught him for however long, I and mean, then I guess he trained with people like I don't have a whole history, but I'm assuming he trained with people like Dan in a Santo and people like that who were his father's students. Mm. I'm assuming, and of course, people like Jeff Imada. That's nice. I like what you I don't think. see good good jump kicks like that anymore, do you? No. That is a shot. How the fuck <laughs> of all the places to fall, man? I know. <laughs> How does he know that this stuff's flammable, by the way? And more to the point, why would he do that? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you've you've up. just blown up the whole building. World's dumbest know. escape plan. <laughs> As far as I'm aware, lager isn't flammable. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a beer bottling factory, yeah? Yeah. Oh, so... no, no, but they are secretly making um, drugs and stuff. Crack. So, yeah. And now, yeah, now but why would you that... superheat that something that's flammable to boiling point? <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're back on uh, ground level. And also, and also, he doesn't have any real grudge with that character. He doesn't get his bosses out of the way. Get on with it. Sideways guns, hate sideways guns. Nice. Go on, Dolph. Can you do it? Can he do it? We got if he didn't. <laughs> yeah, she dies. I, I've forgotten how bad she is in this film. I mean, she's properly awful. Yeah, she ain't good, unfortunately. She got a lot better later. Also, I think whoever advised her not to wear a bra was sorely mistaken. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you could partly blame the material or whatever, you know. But it just, yeah, she's just like token girl, isn't she? Why did you shout that at him? <laughs> oh, he's back to getting his kit off. Yep. And now apparently Dolph Lundgren's a terrible shot. <laughs> and um, Carrie Hugugugia. Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. That's the one. I say it with no disrespect. Now, okay, <laughs> if if you were going to have a Asian themed movie, where would be the most stereotypical uh, place to have your final fight? Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo, where every day it's Chinese New Year, or Japanese, <laughs> or Japanese New Year. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Sorry. Potentially something Japanese. Asian New Year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Every like Hollywood, single week. Hollywood racism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy Asian New Year. <laughs> Whatever day is. But the fact is, most of the Japanese guys in this are Korean Chinese. Yeah, they know they are, aren't they? There's no real... I don't really care. That's fine. If a bullet goes straight through you, you can... Yeah, no, it's fine. You can just carry on. It's not a problem. 
It doesn't hurt as much, of course. Even remotely. I mean, he can still actually use that arm to do things. And he's actually shot him probably about where he's holding it now. That would almost be through his heart. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the fact it's broken his entire... You could totally grab a sword with that hand. <laughs> yeah. And, and these guys always take real proper hardcore swords with them. They wouldn't yeah. be ceremonial. Yeah. And they're very, yeah, very, very sharp, of course. Where's everyone running? I <laughs> know, in a circle. You can imagine the, the, the first. In the test. You can imagine the first AD go run in circle, run in circle. I, I, I forgot. I thought it was his. He's actually been shot in the in chest. the chest. Yeah, yeah. almost in his heart. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't need that ventricle. It's fine. <laughs> There's no bullet wound on his back either, but that's another story. Yeah, not yeah, because yeah, it not went straight through. Went through. Yeah, minimal Isn't blood, of course. Monday morning in the police captain's office. So, um, anything you want to tell me about the weekend? Good sword fight. No, no one's sitting there thinking, should we stop this? <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, hey, sword fight. Two guys trying to kill each other. Perfectly fine. Some samurais they are. He's reacting far more to the sword swipe than he is the bullet wound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's nice. Not quite sure where he was aiming the sword then. Uh, his feet, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> a lot of people roll in this film. There's a lot of rolling. <laughs> it's all right, I'm a cop. It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> Police and stuff. <laughs> what the fuck? I've just know? run him through this and now I'll... Put him on a target. That totally worked. <laughs> Catherine <laughs> wheel, yeah? <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing That's I've insane. ever seen. I love all the reactions of the Asians kind of going, what, what's happening? <laughs> Completely crazy. <laughs> if I just I know, it blows him. up. It literally just <laughs> blows <laughs> <laughs> it just goes, That's fine. That's normal. No one's acknowledging it at all. Can you imagine like a year later in a pub where they're talking like, you remember that thing I did to that guy? <laughs> It's fine. Let's remove that bullet before you die horribly. <laughs> I think Tikka just passed out on top of him. <laughs> her, her, her basically, her whole film, she just seems to be kind of slightly um, like she needs a poo. Lethargic as well. Oh, good. Bowing. Yeah, or because he, he just killed him. a man, yeah? <laughs> yeah I must bow because you killed him. It's fine. So okay, they can see the crane shots happening, so they've all got to bow. <laughs> <laughs> crane shot, we almost bow. <laughs> this is all normal. Such a good film, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've enjoyed the hell out of watching that. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, so, uh, Showdown Little Tokyo, 5.7 on the IMDb, and uh, 33% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Um it's fair wow. to say it's not the most popular film in the world, uh, but I think everyone is sorely wrong. I'd give it nine out of ten at least. I I, I think I've given it an eight out of ten. It, I think it's brilliant. Yes, good eight. <laughs> so um yeah, there you go. Al Leung. Yeah, they're all mentioned in, it. in the uh, and and literally every Asian Korean <laughs> looking actor ever. Um, so anything anything we want to say on um. Shut down a little Tokyo before we end this little jaunt. If people watch this, they should watch it at least ten times. Yeah. Like you shouldn't just watch it once. 
Just you, watching you once can't watch do it enough once. justice. What was the? Uh, but there are like a bundle of continuity errors on the IMDb. Um, like literally, hun- it looks like there's hundreds of continuity errors, which I can't imagine. So a film of this quality could have so many er- errors. Oh, I'm willing to bet. <laughs> no, it's probably because if they brought someone else in to recut it, they uh, cocked it all up. I think it's it says, also. It says even here. It says even here. The guy who kills himself in the police station breaks his own neck. Is later seen in another room when uh, <laughs> the main bad guy kills that girl with the sword. Oh my god! That's he's just standing there. That's Great. brilliant. So obviously, best line of the film. Well, I think that goes without saying, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Kenna, just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. Scared. <laughs> Classic. Um, so if you like Shadow Little Tokyo, Ross, what films would you recommend? Uh, Rapid Fire, The Perfect Weapon, uh, The Punisher, Joshua Tree, Dark Angel. By Punisher, uh, you mean the, the Dolph the Punisher? Uh, Universal Soldier. By, um, uh, by Punisher, Ross, you mean the Dolph Lundgren Punisher? Yeah, yeah Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Just so, anything sort of late eighties, early well, <laughs> and beyond, but certainly late eighties, early nineties, with a martial arts. Oh, Mission of Justice. Oh, Mission of Justice. Yeah, Mission of Justice, Karate Cop. So there uh, you go. Cop. Well, that's been uh, our commentary on Shadow Little Tokyo. I've been uh, with me has been Matt Dully. See ya, uh, Ross Boyask. <laughs> bye bye. I've been Phil Hobden, and this has been Film Exploitation. Thanks for listening. So, Ross and Phil Talk Movies will return in the next couple of weeks with episodes around what we thought of Avengers and Ross's trip to the Cannes Film Festival. So, as usual, uh, check out Ross uh, Boyask on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and everything else. And check out www.philhopton.co.uk for more information about this podcast, all of our blogs and much, much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.